Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Pure Capital Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2003. And today on the podcast, we are going to talk all about markets. So market update for this episode here today. Um, really where I want to start here is just going through and giving general kind of real estate conditions and market conditions um, specifically. And I, I want to really focus in on interest rates because I think that people are starting to, um, pe- people don't recognize, especially sellers of properties as of as of right now, they're starting to come into it, but they're not really recognizing that it, the market's different, right? The market has changed and it's a big function of where interest rates are setting at today. So in the primary markets, I mean, as you all know, here at Pure Capital, we run Plat Capital, which is a short-term rental syndication company. And we are constantly getting loan quotes. We're constantly getting quotes. We're constantly buying property. We are always out beat, beating the streets and continuously talking to lenders. So we're constantly getting just different updates from different different groups. And we're always in the market. So we always get to see how things change and things ebb and flow. And um, I think a lot of people haven't realized that if you're going to go out and you're going to get a DSCR quote for a short-term rental today, you are going to get a seven and a seven and a half all the way up to a nine and a half percent rate quote. In fact, we've even seen some 9.75 rate quotes for short-term rentals. On the multifamily side, uh, up in Greensboro and and they were saying that they got rate locks at 5.75, but they had to syndicate a bunch of deals together to get their loan amount up to $21 million, right? So not all of us are, are able to scale up to the point where we're doing $21 million loans. So, um, you know, I think for the general, for kind of the general public, you know, we're talking about much smaller loan sizes and those much smaller loan sizes have pushed us into a position where we're, again, we're seeing seven, seven, five, seven, five to, 975 for interest rates and that compresses those deals it makes it a little bit more difficult to um, cash flow on your deals now what else does that do so what what that also does is from an investor standpoint if you're not cash flowing as well as on your deals or if you are in a highly cyclical market and it brings that highly cyclical market to a to a standstill um, because all of a sudden investors can't cash flow because everything's been taking taken out of them, uh, then it starts to kind of slow those markets a little bit, right? And that's what we're that's what we're starting to see. So on the sell side, like you're starting to see markets compress a little bit, and you're starting to see um, people in those markets. Uh, pull back, but the buyers don't real or the sellers don't really realize that, um, that that's the case 
quite yet. So as they're pricing their properties, they got to be more logical about it. Um, and they got to, they got to think through that a little bit more and make sure that they're pricing things right. And certainly the realtors haven't figured it out, <laughs> figured it out yet to even tell their clients as they're, as they're starting to put, put properties out there to, um, kind of tear those back a little bit and, uh, you know, maybe not, maybe not go for as high of a price point as they can. You know, some of the, some of the hot markets that hot markets with the right product, you know, you're still seeing, uh, you're still seeing some bidding wars going on, right product, right price, right market. Uh, but generally speaking, you know, it's not there anymore and it's a function of, um, it's a function of that interest rate, you know, that higher interest rate takes your investor pool and pulls your investor pool back, um, from what they, from what they were before makes it a little bit more difficult for them to operate within that, within that investor pool. Now, that being said, so that's the sell side, right? But the buy side, huge, there's huge opportunity now. Because if you're able to underwrite your deals effectively, you're able to raise capital effectively, and you are able to run your operations effectively to generate the cash flow that needs to be there, then even that squeezed margin a little bit can be overcome. And it can certainly be overcome on the buy side by putting yourself in a position where you're buying so much better deals than what you were in the past. You know, just like, gosh, not even nine months ago, we were getting in bidding wars over properties and we had to find particularly difficult properties, um, particular find properties with very specific things wrong for them for us to be able to get deals without bidding them through the roof in some of these highly cyclical, a little bit more intense markets. Um, whereas now we don't, we're not, we're not in that same sort of a, same sort of a situation. We're able to do, uh, we're able to do better. Like we, we went from being in markets where things were going a hundred grand over asking price to now we are in, uh, we are in markets currently where, um, you know, people, people are, we're, we're making offers that are significantly actually below market. So we're making like 200, $250,000 offers below market. Um, that puts us in a spot where we're doing, we're able to purchase things for a lot cheaper because we're able to pull the capital together to make that, to make that happen. So if, if you're on the sell side, like you have to recognize that there's the buyers have draw have dried up and they've dried up in a relatively big way. Um, so you're going to have to be willing to negotiate on some of those types of things. Instead of doubling your money on the property, you're going to make, you're going to, break even or maybe do a little bit better. But on the buy side, like now's the time to get out and get those, get those deals. Uh, and it's continuing to go in, go in that direction. You know, it makes it great for us on the buy side of things.
Um, <clears throat> the market in general, so that's the interest rate side of things. Now, let's talk a little bit about where I think interest rates are going to go. So, you know, CPI has come down a little bit, um, but I don't think that it's going anywhere. You know, the Fed has taken their foot off the pedal to some extent. We're looking at quarter point rate hikes um, because CPI has come down into the six, uh, seven range, which is which is frankly ridiculous when you think about it, considering that uh, we're talking about a 2% interest rate is what we're, is what the target is, right? So, you know, we've hiked ourselves into a position where we've started to slow things and it certainly has started to slow that real estate market. Um, but things are still, things are still frothy on the CPI side of things. And I don't know that we're going to be in a position where we push ourselves to back that, to back that down, honestly. I mean, I think that we probably will get things moved down into the 5% range. Um, but will we go lower than that? Uh, I don't think that I'm not, I'm not totally convinced that we will now ask me a month from now and I'll probably tell you something totally different. But at this point, I'm not convinced that we're not going to see 5% inflation regardless of where we are on it in the interest rate realm. So even if we continue to hike at a quarter point from now until a long time from now, I, I think that we're going to stay there. I think we're still going to see that little bit higher than usual CPI, which is going to continue to um, do some driving to prices and certainly drive up drive up rents as time goes by. And we'll see, you know, we'll see where it, uh, where it ultimately goes. Have we done enough to push ourselves deep into recession? I'd make the argument that we're in a recession to some point right now. Anyway, I would have a strong argument behind that, that I won't go into now, but, um, I certainly think that as time goes by, things will get worse from a recessionary standpoint, but inflation will still, will still hold up high. And for, you know, capital raisers that are out there, that's a, that's not, that's not a bad position to be in because we can start to snap up assets for cheap and people who are investing in syndications and investing in different things like that. Like that's a huge opportunity for you when the stock market is getting crushed it's a huge opportunity for you to get in with or out there that are, are working that are working to put that money into cheaper assets. So anyway, that is my take on the market as it stands today. Um, as you all know, we are here every Wednesday at eight 30, uh, talking about, all the different, all the different markets and all the different things that are, that are out there. So we talk about real estate. We talk about general market conditions. We talk about business, um, startup businesses, and then we give founder updates as well. So thank you all for be here, being here. Give us a follow, uh, give us a, a subscription. And this has been the Pure Capital Podcast.